As I was saying, Green Lantern can do anything. Except shut up, apparently. Wow, someone forgot to take their true blood tonight. I'm not a vampire. Seriously? I thought with the darkness and the vanishing, then the what, super strength? No. Can you fly? In a plane. Wait, you're not just some guy in a bat costume, are you? Are you freaking kidding me? I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is Eli. Eli is back. And, yeah, we're back with another episode. And, yeah, we want to start this off. So, Eli, we're sitting at what? Episode 99? Are we? Oh, shit. So. My, maybe my math is off. I don't know. I hadn't really looked at it. But maybe the next week we're going to do some kind of grand, spectacular something. I don't Sky know. Sky was turning purple. There was people running everywhere. Right. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. I was thinking about that too. <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Let's before we move on to Eli, we always start the show off with bad news. Let's start the show off with good news. Sure. Okay. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, we all, you know, consider her to be the hottest woman on the planet, right? Most most people. Pretty sure, why not? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a safe answer. It's a sure safe answer. Yeah. No. Hottest woman on the planet. Let's just go with that. So she got engaged. Again? Again. Yeah, she's collecting dudes like she... Infinity Stones now. But yeah. Oh damn, I'm way out I'm way out of the loop. I thought she was uh boning uh Ryan I was gonna say Ryan Johnson. Ryan Reynolds. Okay, let me be okay, before we go to where we're going to, let's start with the Ryan Reynolds thing. The Ryan Reynolds thing is actually very, very interesting and does apply to comic books. Believe oh, yeah? it or not. Because that's what killed their marriage. <laughs> oh. Let's go back to this. So yes, yeah, she was no, she was married to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Around 2010, 2011, like that. So in 2011, what happened? What movie did Ryan Reynolds come out with? In 2010? Uh, 2011. Oh, was it Aquaman? Not Aquaman. <laughs> Green Lantern, right? Green Lantern. So Green Lantern came out. It was supposed to be his big thing. It was supposed to be his breakout role. That yeah. was supposed to be his movie. And it bombed. Completely flopped. That was it. Fast forward next year to 2012. What movie did Scarlett Johansson come out with? Oh, she was in The Avengers. She was in The Avengers. So she became a much, 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 much bigger star than him while he was on his way out. So obviously they said that Green Lantern basically killed their marriage. But oh, something else sure. happened that was very interesting. Who is Ryan Reynolds married to now? I have no idea. I thought they were married. Okay. <laughs> That's how much I know. That, that much I, I don't attention. know why I keep up with tabloid stuff, but I find it very interesting. So his wife now is, uh, I know she's hot. I can't remember her name. Some hot chick. Whoever the hot chick <laughs> from... <laughs> I would Reynolds. imagine you know, so. He, he, he's, he's Ryan Reynolds. He's gonna get a hot chick no matter what. Yeah, I would think he wouldn't get a. He got, he got chick. ScarJo <laughs> at first, so he you know he's not gonna downgrade. He's gonna make a lateral move. Yeah. Uh, but she was on a CW show or something like that. that came out. But anyway, whoever it was, she was his co-star on Green Lantern. 
Oh, that broad. What's that broad. Name? Yeah, so I'm thinking ah, like shit. that. Oh, uh, what the fuck's her name? I can't remember her name. Ah, uh, yeah, she was in um the town. That's what. I, yeah. That's what I know. That's all I know. She's just a hot chick in every movie she plays in. That's all I remember. You yeah. know, uh, that shark movie that came out a while ago. She was in that. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kate Blanchett? No, not Kate. No, Blanchett. not her. <laughs> <laughs> Kate I can't. I fuck. Well, it doesn't matter. I think we're getting off beside the point. But we're anyway, not that much. Yeah, we're nerds, but we ain't that. We ain't that nerdy, right? Anyway, <laughs> the DCEU killed the marriage. <laughs> Fast forward to what we have now. So apparently, ScarJo, you know, okay, we had Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds also like we're we're both heterosexual men, but we can admit that that's a handsome dude. You know, yeah, he's one sure, like man. sexiest man alive a bunch of times and stuff like that. That's cool. So who I can is she see married why to? I can see why chicks dig him. Yeah, it's it's and, not, and non-chicks, you know, not to not to you know. Yeah, he's not our man crush Monday or anything like that. We're just yeah. stating an obvious fact, you know. Yeah. Chicks are into him. So who mm-hmm. is Scarjo marrying now? Obviously some male model or superhero yeah. or something like that. Anakin um, boy, yeah. Yeah, you would think that. Nah, she's marrying Colin Jones from Saturday Night Live. Who the fuck is that? Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that my whole thing is that it, you know it kind of makes sense. Okay, so and, and that's why I want to talk about this now because I want to give some relationship advice. Like kind of with bullies, we like to be well versed and well rounded. You know, talk okay. about everything because being well, I think what we do know, we know what not to do in relationships. So I think we can talk about that. And let's talk I about guess. this whole thing with Scar Joe Marion, basically a comedian. You know. Yeah. So okay, so. Maybe you don't have abs, you know. Maybe you're not as beautiful or handsome as a uh, Robert Pattinson, <laughs> who we'll talk about later on. But we're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> but basically, the thing you can do if you don't have all this stuff, it, it make a laugh. So you got to do just make a laugh. Yeah, there you go. Now the make trick her feel is comfortable. Yeah. make her comfortable. But the trick is to make her laugh with you, not at you. There is yeah. a difference. <laughs> and so. You do yeah, that. Who's the sub? That what's his name? Peter Davidson, or is that his name? Pete Davidson. That Always landing hot chicks. Yeah, like what the fuck? And he looks like a fucking meth head. Like, <laughs> right. He probably is a meth head. He probably is a meth head. <laughs> meth head is probably you know underselling it. Don't tell him what he's saying. Yeah, he looks like a fucking. He looks like Gollum and shit. <laughs> right. You know, he hasn't. He hasn't but, slept in like 20 years. <laughs> right, but every time you turn around, he's got a hot chick with him. Matter of fact, all those Sunday Night Live yeah. guys are like that. Uh, David Spade, you know, had like Heather Locklear and shit back in the day. I thought it was just money, but you know. <laughs> I mean, that that probably is too. But I think it's a lot of times that those but guys Sergio don't need money. I mean, shit. Yeah, they don't need money. <laughs> so they're rich. So obviously, it's something else they're doing. I mean, it's obviously they're making them laugh, and that's how they're getting them. So yeah, make a chick laugh. Go at the Scarlett Johansson. There you go. Yeah. You heard it from Scott Book. So if any, if this advice works for anybody out there listening, we want to be invited to the wedding, <laughs> and we would do a podcast. Yeah, thank us. Yeah, yeah, and she better be hot because if not, we're, we're leaving. <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about that. Oh, okay. Now we can talk about what everybody is talking about on Twitter. Well, what everybody was talking about on Twitter. We're we're behind, Eli. Are we? Yeah, we're we're late. We're, this is this how fast the news cycle moves. But let's talk about Game of Thrones. Oh, not okay. Let you talk about Game of Thrones because I didn't watch it. <laughs> so you want to talk about Game of Thrones? I don't want to talk about it, but I mean, my time, my Twitter timeline feed has talked about it so much. I feel like I watched the show without watching the show. Oh, okay. You tell me what happens and I'll. Okay. I'll tell yeah, you, what you what, what happened. do you think happened. I'll tell you what happened based on my social media timeline. Okay. I'm not that'll be a fun conversation. Of episode of this show. Yeah. So apparently there was a fight 
and the guy in the wheelchair became the Game of Thrones champion. <laughs> the throne guy, I guess. And best of show. Um, I guess was there a fight? Was there a fight? I don't know. I think I made up the fight. Nobody actually talked about a fight, but I. I but you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're it would right. make sense uh, for it to be a fight. Yeah, the kid in the wheelchair, Brand. Yeah, he he's he's president. Okay. <laughs> so, and I know a lot of people were upset about that. So. Yeah, I think it's just I think it's just all disappointment from the whole season in general. This season did feel rushed, and they just you know kind of half-assed everything just to wrap everything up because they only had you know, one more season to do so. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. I think it was a combination of that. Um, people were bitch ever since the, the, the long night battle. I mean, people were bitching about the white Walker war and everyone was talking about how dark it was regardless. Yes, it was a little dark, but there was some great moments. I mean, you know, Arya killing the night King was dope. I don't give a shit what anybody says. But I think it began with that, and then you go into, you know, Daenerys, you know, losing her shit and becoming a villain, a villain all of a sudden, in the last, second to last episode. This hero everybody was uh, rooting for all of a sudden turns evil. I think that fucked everybody up. Okay. And so by the time the, the finale comes on, I mean, I for me, I had a hard time giving a shit. You know, I go, okay, she needs to die all of a sudden. I never thought I'd want Danny to die, but now I am. I and, mean, did she? You know, yeah, Jon Snow killed her. Okay, cool. And, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> no, the whole world has watched it, or at least saw the yeah, spoilers on and, social media. So you know, I mean, and then and, and, and it just wrapped everything up. You know, every everyone sort of living happily or whatever, mediocrely ever after. <laughs> you know what I mean? Kind of. That's what it was. The rest of the episode was just. Fixing up all loose ends, establishing this government, you know, so to speak, where they're not going to, you know, they're, they're no longer going to do royalty. Um, they're going to go, they're going to choose their kings instead of oh, so go to you know, going by. Now. Yeah, they're, they're a sense of debo- democracy, a, a sort of a sense, or of a Congress. Republic. This sort of, yeah, this republic, this uh, co- this committee is going to choose the king. Because they, they did mention, yeah, let the people vote, and everyone laughed at them and shit. It was kind of funny. <laughs> like uh, like us yeah it's like what let let everybody decide like, like my no. dog like can my horse decide to <laughs> like laughed at the idea it was kind of funny and shit which was like you know a good dig on you know whatever <laughs> but yeah, uh we, we were not gonna go there we could but yeah we're <laughs> yeah we're not gonna, you get it <laughs> right you know <laughs> but like you said it, it was just eh, okay sure it, it was it's over it's over now um i think had had there been a payoff that everybody wanted, I think people would have responded better. But I think, it, yeah, everyone just kind of finds it lackluster, you know, being invested for seven years. And this show has not been nice. This show has brought the viewers, just brought them through the ringer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just dragged them, just raked them through the coals, like killing off fan favorite characters every, you know, other season and just really you know, fucking with our emotions. So after, you know, enduring all that heartache, I think people felt they, de- they, they, they demanded some sort of, you know, payoff, you know, and I guess they feel a little robbed, you know, that there would be some sort of happy ending after all this bullshit we had to, you know, go through that there would be some sort of, 
you know, grand epic conclusion. And it really wasn't. It was just like, okay, you know, this is what happens. You know, your favorite characters, well, they really don't do anything. Wow. <laughs> they just all kind of go on their merry way. Nobody's favorite character is now the king. And <laughs> <laughs> your favorite character, one is a pussy who, you know, fi- who, you know, finally kills the does something cool in the end you know you're you know every, you, the queen everyone was rooting for the one who freed the slaves turned out to be a twat <laughs> <laughs> you know and, and gets killed by the by the, by the pussy you know <laughs> so, wow and and yeah it's just like eh, you know whatever yeah it's over now okay let's move on what are we gonna do now what are we gonna do with our lives you know <laughs> Right. So I can maybe find another show to bitch about. I don't know. Yeah. And being that member, Game of Thrones was the Lord of the Rings for hipsters. You know, this was, you know, non nerds first foray into nerddom. Right. You know, they're like, oh shit, what do I do now? Like, motherfuckers, you know how long we, us real nerds, have been dealing with this type of shit? Right. We get one thing and it just disappears and we got to find something else, you know? Yeah. You know. <laughs> You're lucky this went on as long as, and it was as well produced as it was. Right. Because you know? <laughs> so. shows like these are expensive. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they said it's like the most expensive show that's ever been made. Yeah. You know, a TV show with that level of production, first time it's ever been done. Right. Because a movie is different. A movie is like an hour and a half, two hours done. This is a whole season. You know? Yeah. For seven years. This right. Is, you, know, you thought so Lord of the Rings was long. This is. Right. <laughs> So yeah. overall, so yeah, so you agree with the the outrage of the internet that they want to do like what they saw in Avengers Endgame and go back in time and rewrite <laughs> the last I, episode? I don't. No, I wasn't like no. I'm, I the fuck the petition stupid. I you know <laughs> you know I I mean I just yeah I I felt that came out of no. I was okay if you're gonna do that if you're gonna make Daenerys crazy, then we should have got like one more season. You know what I'm saying? Right. You should establish that. Not all of a sudden pull this out of your ass and, you know, oh, she's a Targaryen. It's because her dad was crazy. She's crazy, too. That's just stupid. The crazy gene yeah. was activated. Yeah. Like, <laughs> by you know, by that by that not logic, Jon Snow should be crazy, too. You know, right. <laughs> it's just dumb, you know. So, you know, the, you know, the petition aside, whatever, it, it's whatever, you know, but I can I, I, I agree to a certain extent. I'm not like outraged, you know. I'm not like, oh, this is the worst thing. My 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 life is ruined. Like most of these, you know, pussies are. Right. I'm just like, you know, whatever. It's it's over now. You know. And I gotta admit, you know, what whatever I feel about this show or what the, the finale, th- it was a cool show. For seven years, I was entertained, thoroughly entertained. You know, some of the greatest moments in TV history. You know, I, I gotta say, happened on the show. You know, so I gotta give it up to that. You know, so just for that, they get the they get the beer spill for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And, and and at the end of the day, that's what it's all worth it. I mean, yeah. every season not going to be worth it. But if you could look at a show that's just awesome, and it gave you that experience, and then the show is in you, like, oh, man. Like when you're watching a show on Netflix, and then you get to the final show, and then it's done. You're done best Netflix binging watching. You're just yeah. like, oh, man. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> so anytime a show gives you that type of feel, I'm, I, you know, I give it a pass. Whether I'm into yeah. it or not, I give it a pass. So. Yeah. But that being said, like I said, because we do feel like people bitch too much about just everything and anything. Like, maybe it could have been down to the point that no matter what they would have done with the season finale of uh, 
of Game of Thrones, they were going to bitch no matter what? Yeah. So what we want to do is name our favorite season finale episode of any show of all time. Of any show. Of any show. Okay. So I'm gonna give you time to think, but can I? I'm, can I name one? Like I'm Go not ahead. gonna do it. We're not gonna do a list. We just can just name some that we like. You know. I'm gonna name the Office. Okay. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I'm gonna say the Office was there. Oh, uh, I give another one. I'll, I'll say Smallville. Smallville gave me a satisfying conclusion. He actually became Superman at the end. Beat Dark Side. Did all that shit that she been waiting ten years to see. He couldn't fly. Couldn't wear the suit and all the shit. In the last episode, he did it. So, that's my conclusion. Oh, by the way, I did see Gotham. Oh, I, I watched it too. Just for the fuck of it, I watched that the last shit episode. Suck, man. <laughs> yeah, I found myself not caring. <laughs> I'm like, you, we waited all for this. <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh. oh. Is it my turn? I, I gotta think of a. I'll give one more. Okay. Friends. You know, I never watched Friends, but okay. Never, the last episode where Ross and Rachel will they won't they? You know, I know you're gonna hate this. A Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh no, I never watched that either. For <laughs> listeners, obviously, you realize I watch a lot of sitcoms. <laughs> I'm not really into you know Game of Thrones stuff like that, but give me a good sitcom like I don't know Two and a Half Men or some shit, and I watch that shit all day. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I, I I I having a hard time thinking of something. Oh, so basically, you hate every season finale. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I'm just trying to think of what shows that I actually stuck with that one. I, the Office is probably one of them. Yeah. Um, of course, Community, but was that actually a finale? or Because that show just ended. That's the thing. It's kind of hard to see because I think they gave it – well, remember, they said they did say six seasons in a movie. Yeah. So, they haven't made the movie yet. <laughs> no movie, but they did give six seasons. And um, it, it did have a, a conclusion to it. Sort of, yeah. Sort of. They left it open like they always did because they. That's the, the thing about community. They never knew if they were gonna get, you know, renewed. Right. So they always left it open. They kind of they kind of wrap things up, but then they also left things open. So yeah. yeah so I, but, I can't really say it was a sanctified conclusion because they left it too open ended. You're right about that. So I can't count. For but you. by that time, you know, half the stars were gone. I mean, who was left? I mean, yeah, and then shit. even they were leaving. They were like, oh, fuck, yeah. I'm out too. So even if the shit yeah. does come back, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, they only had, like, yeah, Donald Glover was gone. Shirley was gone. Yeah, Pierce was gone. Yep. Um, yeah, most of the original cast was gone, you know, so yeah, but I don't know, this, fi- well, Firefly, that just, that's another well, show that, that just ended. Can't count, Fire- no, that didn't, that didn't, well, okay, okay. Are we counting Serenity? Serenity as the season finale. <laughs> I'd almost count that. But it's a was, movie. Was Josh Whedon counting that as that's going to be it? I think he did count it. At, that was his uh, way of wrapping up his The whole storyline. Okay, if, if yeah. that's the case, I'd, I'd go with that. I'd, I'd go with that because Serenity was a satisfying conclusion to Firefly. Yeah. Um, fuck, what else? I can't think of anything because I never finished Dexter and, yet, and I heard about what happened. So it's like, ah, fuck it. I was gonna, um, people said Lost sucked. I never saw the last episode of that. I never watched, really watched Lost. Um, Dallas. Dallas had a satisfying I, conclusion. Oh, I never <laughs> watched Dallas. <laughs> That's old school, too. That's old school. J.R. Ewing. We watched Dallas. Yeah. That was our family tradition. Friday night was Dallas and Falcons Crest. I think. I <laughs> yeah, we watched it every night. <laughs> and Dukes of Hazzards. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Night Rider and all that shit. But I remember. I don't remember the season finale. So fuck. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. All I got for. I mean, Sopranos. I watched that shit, but that shit sucked. That's yeah. Not- everybody tell me Sopranos. Now here's the thing about the season finale. Well, the series finale of Dallas. The last episode with Jr. You and shot himself. But when they rebooted rebooted the show in like the 2010s, they revealed that he didn't shoot himself. Okay. So, and then the show just kept going on, and Jr. Ewan was there. You know. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of feel bad about that. But I'm still counting it. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'll go with Community and Firefly. That's all I got. I'll give you Firefly. Community. It did feel like a satisfying conclusion with what they gave. You know, basically, uh, Jeff came to terms that he's stuck there. He ain't, He's not leaving. You know, he wished everybody yeah. could buy. So he pretty much did what they said they're going to do. And they pretty much said that this is it. They're leaving. So I, I'd go with that. So. Yeah, I, I, I mean, as far as like the last episode ever. Um. Yeah, I guess that's what I got. <laughs> okay, so basically, what we're saying that oh, one more Angel, Angel's awesome. Oh, I never watched that either. That's oh yeah, Buffy. like the last episode. Well, well, the last frame of the last scene of the last episode was basically every single one of Hale's armies rushing at Angel and his his crew, and it was like, okay, here we go, and it's how it ended. No, like, huh. that's fucking badass. Okay. Oh, uh, right on. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, we came to the conclusion that pretty much the majority of last episodes of season finale, series finale, suck. So no matter what, they pretty do, much, they can yeah, yeah. I mean, by that time, yeah. I mean, I you know, I used to love the X Files, but after a while, I stopped giving a fuck. And that's yeah. kind of the problem. Like most of the time, when these shows end, that's mainly because the shows are going to shit anyway. Yeah, you know. So yeah, what can you do? Yep, pretty much. All right. That means, can we actually move into the podcast? Yeah. Okay. We fucked off for long enough now we actually talking getting to it and get down to brass taxes you know and uh eli give it to me what was the number one movie of the week heard it was john wick yo it was john wick shooting up the competition and almost doubling number two which was avengers endgame and so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna let you come back to to uh john wick we're gonna keep just go down the list we got number three pokemon detective pikachu Say that shit five times fast. <laughs> uh, we got number four, A Dog's Journey. We have number five, The Hustle. Number six, The Intruder. Number seven, Long Shot. Number eight, The Sun is Also a Star. Well, duh, what the fuck is it supposed to be? Uh, <laughs> number nine, Palms. And number ten, Ugly Dolls. So, yeah, so it's a nice, tight three-way competition. Like I said, Detective Pikachu almost beat Avengers in game this way. It's like in in game and Pikachu are like right there, you know. Yeah. But John Wick just ran away with it. So yes, John Wick finally took down uh, the Avengers. John Wick is the Thanos of the movie <laughs> industry. But before we get into that, let's talk about where Endgame is right now. Right now, Endgame is sitting at a nice two point six billion. So nice. Uh, I think it's number two. So it did beat avatar domestically but even then it only puts it number two worldwide uh right now it only needs about 150 million left to beat avatar oh, well it's still got it's it's uh, hasn't been a month yet <laughs> it's still i think in, it has i think it i think we're right at a month 26th well yeah. it'll be a month this week right this week I yeah, I, I'm saying like this week. So basically, it's, this is 
it's coming up on the month right now, which yeah. that's pretty. But then you got all these other movies coming out like X Men and X Men's not gonna make any money. But I think it's something else coming out. Aladdin, Aladdin this week. Yeah. Godzilla is coming. Godzilla. Out. So we got actually good movies coming out, not just X Men. <laughs> <laughs> you know that are actually gonna you know cause damage to the box office. So that's gonna be a thing. But Eli, I know you saw John Wick. Right. You want to give a review real quick, non spoilery. Non spoiler review. It's yeah. dope. Okay. Well. Five out of five. Five point okay. five out of five. <laughs> John Wick to get valiant of action yeah. movies. That's cool. If you like John Wick, the John Wick movies, you'll like this one. It's just continuation of the story. It's you know more crazy ass action scenes. You know every action scene tops the last action scene. You don't get bored. You don't get you know it doesn't get monotonous seeing the same old shootouts and fight scenes that's you know they mix it up you got car chases horse chases you got you know Halle Berry damn yeah Halle Berry doing rocking her own stunts you know that shit was cool they show um, a, a clip of her like when she was going through the gun range like like Keanu Reeves was last movie they show yeah. her doing it too doing the same shit so yeah she she was cool she she did a good job and her her attack dogs that that her whole scene was cool you know um okay. and yeah it's just uh you know more of the same you know, Brett. Uh, you know, you're starting to learn more about this. You know, this world, this secret League of Assassins that run the world, this Illuminati society that, you know, um, has basically killers around every around every corner of every place in the in the world. You know? <laughs> okay. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I it, I still like the first one the best just because of the plot was so simple and you kind of gave a shit. You know. Yeah. You know, he, it was a, such, such a simple, you know, concept. They killed his dog, and he goes right. on a revenge murder spree, and it's and you, you kind of give a shit. There's some dramatic, right? Well, you know, they hinted it, it. You know, it was a yeah. deeper story going on, but they didn't really dwell on yeah. too much. You know, about the secret society and the he, hotel and all this shit. You know. Yeah, I mean, you you got you kind of felt for him. You know, he and Keanu Reeves played the, you know, the tortured ex assassin quite well. And then as the movies go on, you see part two and part three. You don't give a shit about it. He, you know, he, he's just shooting. I mean, you, you're there to see yeah. him shoot people. That's all. It's gun yeah, that's porn. Right. That's what it is. Yeah, it's that's porn. all it is, and yeah. it's great. You know, that's all your. And that's all, all it needs to be. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, just a g- good, fun action flick. I had a smile on my face the whole time. Crazy action outdoing itself. This is like the top tier of action movies now. You know, it's hard to top these movies. Like the Raid inspired this new wave of. You know, hyperized stylistic violence. You know, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, go check out John Wick Three. It's dope. Gotcha. And now, can we please dispel this myth that Keanu Reeves is a bad actor? Let's just throw that out the window right now, because Keanu Reeves has been doing this for what three decades now. Yeah. You can't be bad at your job for three decades. It doesn't work that way. So obviously he's good at doing something. So is he Meryl Streep is going to win an Oscar? No, but the roles that he plays, he has iconic roles like John Wick's, John Wick, like uh, the Matrix, like Bill and Ted. Fuck it, Speed. You know I mean we can keep going down the list. We can keep naming roles that he has iconic roles of playing. You can't be bad at your job if you keep getting jobs and keep making money. That's like the whole point of this thing. So yeah, yeah. everybody that says any critic that says that kind of reads is a bad actor, tell him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, he directed a kung fu movie too called uh, Man of Tai Chi. Yeah, because he's like one in thirty-two 
32nd Asian or something. Yeah, and he knows, like, martial arts. He, like, learned kung fu for the Matrix. Right. <laughs> you know, legitimately learned how to do all that shit, which is why he does all his own, a lot of his own stunts in um, John Wick, you know. So, because so, they got to get an action guy to do that, a guy that basically, because you got a stuntman directing that shit. Yeah, and the, and the man of Tai Chi, he plays the bad guy. Yep. Now, I don't know who directed. Yeah. I don't know if the same guy directed part three, directed part two, but I found out that director of part two used to be Brad Pitt's stunt double in all his movies. Okay. Yeah. Well. Th- yeah. He was Keanu Reeves' stunt double in The Matrix. Oh yeah. And okay. he made all the three. He, yeah, he made all the three uh, John Wick movies. He did Atomic Blonde. He did Deadpool two. Yeah. And I guess he's directing the uh, the what's it Hobbs and. Hobson Shaw, it? yeah, the fan. Yeah, yeah, that, that shit. Yeah, he, 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 he did that, too. Oh, yeah, you got me excited so, for that. So, so I, I actually am. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to review a Fast and the Furious movie. One of <laughs> I'll finally go see one in the theater. <laughs> yep. Oh, and they've already greenlit John Wick 4. Yeah. It already I'm just saying, day, like, so. how, yeah, I, I'm like, how are they going to top this? Because these, these action scenes are just getting crazier and crazier. Going to go to space. <laughs> yeah. Going to no space shit. is all going to happen. Yeah, um, there's a great scene in the beginning where in, in a library involving a book. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. <laughs> and like the, the like the theater I was in, it was packed. People were clapping and laughing, and it was it was fun. It, it was just a good time, you know what I mean? So. Hey, John Wick, old school action. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That we say that we actually move into the, like the the main topic that everybody's been you know having debates on right now. We can just jump into it also. What we want to talk about is the Batman. We always talk about Batman on this show for some reason. That's kind of a podcast. I guess we got to. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, so apparently the Batman has been cast. Ben Affleck's replacement has been cast, reportedly, or maybe it's a rumor, and they're saying it's Robert Pattinson of, of Twilight fame. Well, yeah. they're, they're, there's nothing confirmed yet. They're saying it's either him or Nicholas Holt. For those who don't know who Nicholas Holt is, he's Beast from the, the new X-Men movies. So Yeah. One of those guys. So those are your choices. Those are your Batman. So. Batman, yeah. That's funny. Men being the the term. Right. <laughs> the key term. Well, man, we, we I guess the term men is different than what we grew up. You know, we, we yeah. grew up with, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, you know. Yeah. Now we got Twilight. You no. Know, supposed to be the baddest motherfucker in, in movies. Uh, yeah. I guess. I don't know. He, he looks like he's like 12 years old. That's all. <laughs> like you want to be Nightwing, okay? With Batman? Yeah, yeah. Or Robin, you know, he could play Damien. He's <laughs> a Damien. He could be in the Super Sons movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> you can see him doing it. Yeah. Okay, so basically, we're we're not jumping on the bandwagon about oh well, let's give him a chance, you know. My thing is okay. We haven't seen a single frame move, so I'm not gonna boycott. I'm not gonna go on, on change.org you know, and and help sign a petition or create a petition saying to get rid of this guy because we've seen this before. We've seen too many times. Pretty much every Batman actor that has ever gotten a role, we bitched about. You know, pretty much. Ben Affleck, we bitched about. Michael Keaton, we bitched about. Which man we didn't bitch about? Everybody was cool with Christian Bale. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? He... Nobody had a problem with Val Kilmer either. I guess, or George Clooney, but did we give a fuck by then? By, by George Clooney, we didn't. Yeah. By Val Kilmer, we did. But we were just like, eh, okay. We were like, okay, sure. we'll give him a chance. You know, we'll see where he can go with that. George Clooney, we really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. But, yeah, but, but now we're looking at Robert Pattinson. 
And Eli, like I said, we haven't we haven't released it yet. Now, Eli and I, listeners, have recorded a Batman '89 commentary podcast. We haven't released it yet. We will. We're waiting on a, a perfect time to do it. We're going to get the best hits. But we've done it, and we noticed some certain things about the movie. Now, everybody loves Michael Keaton in that role as Batman. But Eli, I think we both kind of agreed that in that particular movie, anybody could have played that role. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it pretty much. I mean, for one thing, Michael Keaton, other than a few scenes, he was actually kind of a bad Bruce Wayne. He really wasn't that good as Bruce Wayne. He was kind of yeah, uninteresting. Yeah. yeah, he was kind of quirky, and he played Bruce Wayne Bruce Wayne for, like, laughs. Right, yeah. and that's not how Bruce Wayne's supposed to be. Now, the Batman yeah. scenes were awesome, but most of them were in the shadows. Most of them were covered up. Anybody could, and it was body armor. Anybody could play that role. It yeah. didn't matter. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, honestly, we're, we're freaking out about Robert Pattinson, but it's going to be the same way. He's going to be in the shadows. His face is going to be covered up. We're not, he's going to have a stunt double half the time, just like Ben Affleck would go crazy with the warehouse scene in BVS. Oh, the warehouse scene, awesome. Ben Affleck wasn't in one scene, frame in that scene. Yeah. Some other guy, and then Ben Affleck shows up after the fact. And I, and I look at his face, cover up half of his face. His, he's, got the, he's got a Batman-esque chin, I guess. I mean, that, that's really, when, when you're casting Batman, yeah. that's the only thing you need. Well, you need yeah. three things. A white guy. Yeah. A white guy with a chin. And a white guy that looks like he's kind of crazy. Yeah. And, and other than that, you're basically, ca- yeah, that, you're basically casting Bruce Wayne. And that's it. You're that, casting that's, Bruce that, Wayne. That's, that's it. Yeah. You know, you need a, a white guy who looks good in a tuxedo. You know. That's it. <laughs> who can play a rich white guy. <laughs> right. And get a stunt and, double that looks like him. And that, and. That's every white actor in Hollywood. Right. So we're, we're bitching about because this one good-looking white guy doesn't look like that good-looking white guy. Like, yeah, fuck? No. yeah. I just, I, I just think he looks. He's a little too young. I mean, that's my thing. But I guess he's in his thirties. Which I was like, holy shit! Like, what's he eating? Baby, baby livers? Like, dude looks like he's a fucking got out of eighth grade. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? Maybe he's a vampire for real. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he's a daywalker. <laughs> So that's why I'm, we're gonna wait. We're gonna wait because we did the same thing with Ben Affleck. We freaked out. Ben Affleck is still probably my favorite Batman. That's just me. I know people are divided on Batman because I've seen I've seen the memes. I've seen the memes that say Ben Affleck destroyed Batman. There's nothing worse the DCU can do. And then they show a picture of this guy saying, "Hold my crack pipe." You know, and then he yeah. shows up and that's it. He's so a good Batman. He was just in a shitty Batman movie. You know, <laughs> well, he wasn't in a good Batman movie. Okay, Here, here's my thing about Ben Affleck, and I, and I know I said he's my favorite, but I'm gonna be realistic. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be a fanboy. Batman v Superman proved everybody wrong about Ben Affleck, but Justice League proved everybody right. He gave the fuck up in that movie, especially in those reshoots. You can tell it's like, it's like when you're at work. And you got 10 minutes left to clock out. You don't really give a shit. That was Ben Affleck in Justice League. I don't think I paid attention to it that much. <laughs> it was pretty. I've, I've watched Justice League several times. Like I said, I'm unapologetic about Justice League. It's probably still my favorite DCE universe. I mean, DCEU movie. However, I will fully admit all the flaws in that movie. And Ben Affleck completely checked out of that movie. Uh, yeah, you you can tell if you're watching, especially especially because you can. I watched so much I can pick up on the reshoots, like when Zack Snyder did it and when Josh Whedon did it, and it's different when Zack Snyder did it and Josh Whedon do it. You can tell it's like because they'll intercut them right between each other. 
it's first funny because like Batman's still my favorite parts of Justice the Justice League movie involves dog, you know. I was laughing my Batman. ass off on those Batman scenes. I'm gonna tell you, there's one scene in Justice League where it's so hilarious that nobody caught. Okay, so the Parademons are coming at all the Justice League members, and like Flash running through them, Cyborg running through them, Wonder Woman's cutting through them. Batman is stuck on one Parademon the entire fight scene, and he can't beat that one guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like weird as fuck. Like like it's like he's getting to a real fight. You thinking Batman's like cutting through parademons like that? He's stuck on one parademon, and the parademon's like kicking his ass. And he didn't finally beat that parademon until all the other all uh, other Just League members beat the parademon. <laughs> so he's like Jack Burton in Big Trouble. It was bad. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, what the hell? Why is Batman struggling with this one parademon so so hard? <laughs> Yeah, he's like spends the whole battle fighting one guy. Like one guy. I'm like, this shit is hilarious and nobody has noticed this. Yeah, time to go, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my thing about that movie. It's some like it's a it's a good movie, but it's some bad parts in it. And some of the bad parts I laugh at it. So that's what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Twilight Batman. So we've done this shit before. We know we with the internet is gonna bitch about him. And I I know people keep throwing up this uh well. Heath Ledger was, we should have given Heath Ledger a chance. Why don't we give everybody a chance? Heath Ledger is, more use of the time, the exception, not the rule. Yes, he was a great Joker. But most of the time when people are miscasting roles, they're usually bad at these roles. Like, Nicolas Cage was not a good Ghost Rider. We knew that from the beginning. Yeah, I'll give you that. As much yeah. as I like that movie, yeah, that, that, he, he sucks. He sucked. Jesse Eisenberg, <laughs> we knew he was going to be a bad Joker. Or Lex Luthor. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he'd be a bad he joker, too. Joker to me. Matter, <laughs> he, a Riddler. He was a good Riddler. He was a good Riddler. That's what he was saying. Now, he was a perfect Riddler, but a bad Lex Luthor. So. <laughs> yeah. But we saw that coming a mile away. We knew it was going to be bad. So, like, what the hell? You know? Yeah. And that's usually how it goes. You know, most of the time when people are cast as, you know, they look like they're bad for the roles. Most of the time they're bad. Halle Berry's Catwoman. We knew that was going to be bad. And so nobody was like, we see, we told you. Like, no, this shit was bad to begin with. Everybody that was cast in a fan four stick movie, we knew they were going to be bad. I, I, yeah. I, I, and so, like I said. way too much thought into this shit, man. I'm just saying, I know. I, that's what I do. I overthink. That's what I do. <laughs> and so, yeah, like, like I said, Heath Ledger is the exception, not the rule. So we really need to stop bringing up that argument about Heath Ledger this and Heath Ledger that. I mean, maybe this guy would be good. We don't know. Let's at least wait for a... You know, a headshot or something, anything. And then we can, you know, grab our pitchforks and, and torches yeah. and, you know, go to his house and stuff. I mean, yeah, because when I first heard, I was like, what are they doing? A, another Batman year one type of story? Because yeah. we already saw that like, when Batman Begins. It's like, I don't need to see that again. I I don't but know. That was yeah. like so long ago. That was 2006. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> they can remake that movie and nobody would even, like most of the audience had not even born at that time. But then we're already seeing Gotham too. It's like we've seen Gotham. Yeah, and then, yeah that was bad because that last episode looked like a <laughs> shitty version of Batman Begins. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, so what can you do? Um, I don't know. But like I said, give the will. I'll give them a chance. I'll wait till I see the first headshot. And we're gonna see it. Everyone's gonna fucking see it. As we're much gonna as they see. Pitch. Yeah, we're gonna see the Batman. Yeah. I'm more interested in the villains anyway. If they cast somebody as a good villain, we won't really care who's in the Batman suit. Shit, and they that's the thing about the Michael Keaton bit? movie. Uh, Jack Nicholson stole that movie. Yeah, and Nicholas Holt, shit, let him do the Joker. You know, shit. I don't you want know? Beast playing Batman. That's just me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... But I don't want Twilight <laughs> playing him either, but I'm just saying. It's, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm just saying, like, fucking let him, let, yeah, like that kid. I mean, that dude's a good actor. He could play a, one of the villains, you know, shit. Yeah. I don't but, know who. But here's the thing. They're making Robert Pattinson a thing. They're like, the machine, the Hollywood machine is right behind him. He's, he's, he's going to be in a Nolan movie. Okay. Yeah. Which one? I don't know. The new, his newest, his newest fucking. He got, yeah, he got a new one I think he's working on right now. It's supposed to come out before this Batman movie. So you got Matt Reeves and Nolan, you know, really pushing him to be a thing. So. He was already a thing for a while. He I was, mean, it was different. He was like to horny teenage girls. You know, he was a heartthrob. You know, now they're trying to sell him to us. <laughs> <laughs> to dudes. That right. to make... <laughs> I mean, Brad Pitt was the same way. Brad Pitt was this heartthrob that I never watched any of his movies until he was in Fight Club. They'll say, hey, that guy's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know? Change my whole opinion of him. So can, can Robert Pattinson you know, be a teen heartthrob and become Batman. That's the thing. We, we'll see. You know. Uh, see, what have we got? I think all we got. Oh, since we're going to stay on Batman, can we let's stay on Batman. Can we talk about Hush? Sure. Okay. Now, like I said, Hush is a comic that I honestly really think they were going to make a movie about because it's a little bit too big and too ambitious to be. But they are making an animated version of Hush. And I can already tell they already changed a bunch of shit from the book. Uh, so I don't know how they're going to do this. I hope they don't fuck it up like they did. Uh, what's that other book? The Killing Joke. You know, because oh, yeah, yeah. like I said, when we did our top five Batman books, Hush was very high on both of our lists. You know, yeah. one of the best Batman stories of all time. Yeah. So hopefully they don't fuck this up. Well, the book was just an excuse to have Jim Lee draw every character in the Batman universe. Right. <laughs> that that was the whole reason about it. But overall, yeah. but let's 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 look at it a different way. Like I said, we love Jim Lee. What would you think about the actual story? Hush. Uh, it's <laughs> the story. It's it's a mystery. You're trying to figure out who it is. I mean, and like I said, it was just I, you know, storyline. I'm not gonna say mediocre, but it moved for a comic book fan. It was exciting because yeah. you got to see, like I'm saying, you got to see Jim Lee draw all these characters, all these fan favorite characters come out in that story. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and they all had new designs and stuff. That was the cool part yeah. about it. Yeah, and so just to see that, just to see all that, it was it was a fun read, you know. But you know, looking back as dr- drama, how drama works. Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of filler in that. In, you know, in that story. I mean, because they made it so long, it was a twi- it was a year long story. Yeah. So I, I agree yeah. with you on that. There was a lot of filler in that, you know, just because it was trying to, you know. Sashiate our appetites. Ooh, you know, Superman's being controlled by uh, what's your face? Uh, you know, and that's just an excuse to yeah, we're, it's just an excuse to have Jim Lee draw Superman <laughs> and <laughs> right. Batman fight. Right, know? Batman fight Superman again. Uh, yeah. But I think people miss the whole point of Hush. They keep thinking Hush is the big bad of that story, but he wasn't. It was actually the Riddler. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people miss the point of that. And I want to know it. I want to see if the story. If this story that comes out, will they do it? Because it seemed like they're trying to make it like Hush is just the big bad of this when it really wasn't that thing. It was like the super villains all got together and teamed up to try to take down Batman, Lex Luthor included. And it just said, and Hush was kind of like their group because they all wore Hush's outfit. Like Killer Croc yeah. had that trench coat, Two Face, Joker, Riddler. <laughs> Jason Todd, all those guys like that. So they were all in in on the secret, which is why they called it Hush. You know. Yeah. So, 
Oh, no. I mean, uh, uh, you know, the the actual hush guy doesn't have any really any superpowers. Or anything. Yeah, he's just a dude. <laughs> yeah, he's just Bruce Wayne's homie and shit. <laughs> That's it. And then he was sold. And then only reason they found out because they were sold out by a guy that hasn't even been introduced in these movies yet. Oh, uh, remember Harold and Ace? Like most people don't know that Batman in the '90s had all his weapons and Batmobile stuff like that. Not made by Lucius Fox. Not by Lucius Fox. By a homeless bum. They just lived in the Batcave. No, I did not know that. You didn't know that? Yeah, I yeah, that was, in, that was in Nightfall and all this shit. Oh, damn, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, his name was Harold, and he had a dog named Ace, and Ace, of course, you know, Ace the Bathound, they kind of, you know, repurposed him, anything like that. But anyway, he was a bum, they just lived in the Batcave, Batman found out he was good with, you know, uh, mechanics, stuff like that, he's like, hey, I'll let you live here in my Batcave for free. <laughs> <laughs> you just fix my shit. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up when you think about it, but yeah, that's the thing, so... Uh yeah, that's that's hush. Now, like I said, since I let you talk about Game of Thrones, you're like, can I talk about the CW season finale? By all means. Okay, I know everybody's about to cut this shit off right now, <laughs> so please, I'm gonna go through it as fast as possible. Please don't cut off the podcast while I talk about. Now that. wait, when, when was that cross? Was that crisis? Was that this year or last year? Uh, technically, it was last year. Crisis on two Earths, or yeah, okay, whatever the that. fuck it was, okay. I can't remember. All right, yeah, I did any crisis something, I can't remember. Elseworlds, that's what it was called. Okay. I did a crisis made so much more sense. Why didn't they call it that? Anyway, that was last year, but late last year. So this year is going to be Crisis on Infinite Earth, and they're going all out for it. So basically how, see, the Flash ended. Uh, I'm going to run through real quick. His daughter phased out of reality because she changed the timeline, blah, blah, blah. Arrow, he had another evil sister that popped up to try to kill him. She turned good, died, blah, 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 whatever like that. Anyway, both though, and Supergirl, I didn't watch that shit. But anyway, what happened in all three of those... <laughs> Is the monitor shows up and basically tells them that you know the end of the world is coming, blah blah blah. blah. So, so crisis is coming, and the ending of Arrow was very interesting because Arrow, you know, quits being Arrow, lives in a cottage, you know, with his wife Felicity. He has a baby girl, you know, and then monitor shows up and be like, It's time, you gotta come with me because he made a deal on that last show, basically saying when the crisis comes. He's going to take the place of Flash and Supergirl. Now, for those who don't know, in the actual original story back in the 80s of the Christ on Infinite Earths comic, Flash and Supergirl die. And I'm talking about, like, they die and come back, like, two years later. No, they were gone, like, for decades, both of them. Mm-hmm. So the monitor tells Fla- uh, Arrow that, yeah, they're going to die. They have to die. That's how the story's played out. So, But he makes a secret deal with him, like, don't let them die. Let me take their place like that. And I'm pretty sure that's how Arrow's going to end because it's going to be a short season. It's going to be the series finale also. So let's go ahead and put Arrow down for the best last season finale episode. Oh, is that this year? Technically. I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but it's going to be this year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking in future tense, you know. So, yeah, that's the thing. So, basically, they really, they're going to make Crisis a, a thing when the season starts this fall. It's going to be in all five shows. It's going to be a Supergirl, Arrow, Flash, Legend of Tomorrow, and Batwoman. Oh, black, shit, we've got to talk black, about Batwoman. Black Lightning? Ain't no Black Lightning in there? Nah. Racist <laughs> answer. <laughs> I, I guess because Black Lightning is like in another production company like in Atlanta, they it gets too hard to coordinate. I don't know. I'm, oh, okay. I'm trying to find a reason but yeah black knight is out so but yeah that's the thing so it's gonna be in those five shows it's gonna be all communicating and i guess we can talk about batwoman real quick oh yeah batwoman actually looks more like batman than robert patterson is that me <laughs> that's probably really fucked up to say but that's just me that's what i was thinking but anyway 
They got a Batwoman show coming out. Oh man, that's what I got. So he, he hopefully could, you can play Batwoman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> wouldn't even know the difference. They, they, they both look like they Twilight vampires and shit. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all I got. So hopefully everybody hadn't clicked off on the CW reviews yet. I'm done with it. We can move on. <laughs> okay. Then being said, we go move to the video game section. Uh, really light news. Light news, but big news. Microsoft and Sony are teaming up for next generation for their consoles. Yeah, yeah. what the hell, man? Yeah, it's very, something very specific they're doing. So, okay, remember we talked, well, I talked about a couple weeks ago about how Google has their thing coming out called Stadia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got a cloud service called Stadia coming out. Apple has something also called Apple, Car- Apple Arcade. So they have their own cloud service coming out. So basically cloud gaming is going to be a thing. Like a big thing, and people are putting big money into it. Now, for, I don't know how many people have PlayStations. You probably love your PlayStation, but I think everybody that has a PlayStation agree one thing: PlayStation Network sucks ass. So I, I guess yeah, it's it's fucking terrible. It is ass. It sucks balls. However, <laughs> Microsoft, they're Microsoft. Of course, you know they're gonna have better online service because they're Microsoft. So they're teaming up with Microsoft to help them improve their online service. Okay. So their next uh, cloud service that comes out with is going to be Microsoft Powered. So they're going to use that to compete because basically Nintendo and not Nintendo, Nintendo's fuck them. Uh, Sony and Microsoft have to team up because, like I said, Google is Google. So I'm telling them what they have coming out of the pipes now. So they have to combine their resources to make sure that, that they stay basically they're enemies, but they have to team up, you know, in this one issue to take down the bad guy. Okay. So uneasy alliance, let's call it that. Uh, all the news I got in video game section. There's probably some other shit to happen. I can't. I was like wondering, like, is Google what games is Google gonna come out with? Well, they showed one game. They showed Assassin's Creed Three. It's like a new game that was out, and they played, mm-hmm. and a guy played it on Digital Foundry, and they said it played fine. Like you know, it don't look exactly like this, but he said it played. There was no lag on it. Uh, his internet speed wasn't even that fast. It's like because Google has some their own Wi-Fi that they created that nobody knows about. So okay. it, and they say it plays on any platform, like your iPhone, your cell phone, your Chromebook. You can play like any new game that's out. Huh. That if it's offered on there. So if they make that shit the way they're sounding like, it does sound like it might kill Sony and Microsoft, which is why they're teaming up to you know come back. Well, I'm just saying, what game is it gonna like? Is the game gonna be cool? I mean, like, they're basically yeah. gonna have the same games that Microsoft, Sony and Microsoft will have. Oh, so they're gonna have like Call of Duty and yes, all that shit, like that shit, Grand Theft Auto, oh. that shit. Yeah. Oh well, then yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I thought they were. I, no, I thought they were gonna have you know. Is me like, yo, you got Sonic on Genesis and Mario on. <laughs> right. Genesis. No, not that bullshit. Not Candy Crush. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know they got real yeah. games that are gonna be on yeah, there. Right. So that's Google, they're, yeah. they're coming out the gates with this. So. Yeah. Mm. Sounds pretty interesting. Like I said. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like I said, they, they're hyping that up so much. I'm like, there's no way this can be true. But if it is true, Sony and Microsoft are scared. So maybe it is true. I don't know. Uh, let me say, can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Sure. Okay, this is where we actually get into the, the meat of the podcast. We actually talk about the comic books. We're the comic book bullies, and we do review comic books. We just talk about Robert Pattinson's jawline. We actually talk about comic books on here. So, I guess I go first? Yeah, go read your book of the week. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get this shit out the way first. Book of the week is going to be War of the Realms. One of the, I don't even remember. Whatever the last one is, that's what it is. Okay. War of the Realms. Yeah. I should know this. I, I'm not going to look this up. 
I'll figure it out when we do it. Anyway, how the book starts off is that uh, all of the nine realms of all the good guys on these nine realms have all came to Midgard. They've all went back into Midgard to Avengers Mansion. And they're still being overran by Dark Elves and Frost Giants and all the bullshit like that. And they're trying to attack Avengers Mansion. But somehow, Shuri has uh, hacked into the uh, the Dark Celestial. The Dark Celestial that was in the like the first arc of the Jason Aaron run of the Avengers book. So she's hacked into the Dark Celestial like some kind of robot. And, oh, Wars Realms number four. That's what I'm going to say. So she's hacked into the Dark Celestial like a robot and just, just blasting away anybody that comes to the, to the Avengers Mountain. So the bad guys can't take Avengers Mountain for shit. So it's like the safest place on the planet right now because they've overrun everything else, even Antarctica for some reason. Uh, and the, there's only one way in and one way out, and that is the Black Bifrost. And the Black Bifrost, the Black Bifrost is in Swavelheim, the Dark World. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's where it's are right now. So Malekith sees that something like he he realizes something's not right in the Dark World, so he decides to go back to the Dark World and take all of his bad guys there too. And he sees Thor's mom there with. The Bifrost, the Black Bifrost sword that controls his Bifrost, and she's just laying waste to his entire Dark Elves army. She's killing like the whole planet, like everybody. So he brings his folks there, and he like stabs the shit out of her with like this black rod, this black sword. And she's like still fighting away, and they're like, oh no, you're gonna stop fighting. And then the black sword turns into the Venom symbiote. So that's what it was the whole time. He he's been controlling the Venom. He took the Venom symbiote, and now it's under his control now. And so this like the symbiote starts wrapping around her neck, start choking and shit like that. And she's about to die. And then Odin wakes up in Avengers Mansion like, hold up, why are you all back here? And where's my wife? Where, where's my, y'all left my wife back in the dark world? She's like, well, she told us to leave her because there's no way to get there. We can cut off the black, uh, the Bifrost. We can't do it on this end. And Odin said, nah, don't worry about it. Let me do it. I'm going to go get my wife back. And then Tony Stark shows up. And be like, whoa, 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 Odin, before you go, I got something for you. I got something for you to help you out so you don't go in there by yourself. He was like, well, Stark, spit it out. Hold up, what you got? Okay, I got some for you. Shuri, help me out. Laced it with vibranium. Uh, laced it, the whole thing. Like, give it, give me the suit. And apparently, it is an Iron Man suit laced in vibranium. Like, it's missing an eye and all this shit like that, just like Deathstroke, because he's awesome. And they even called it the Iron All-Father. And so, Odin flies in with the Iron Man suit with Frigga, and they just lay waste to all the dark elves like that. And then Odin tells Frigga, uh, you got to destroy the Black Bifrost so they can't get back to Earth. And we're like, but if we, they can't get back, we can't get back. Well, wait, okay, we're just going to die here, and that's going to be it. And they kiss, and they blow up the, back, the Bifrost, and that's it. So they're stuck. So now Malik, Malekith is on the other side, and he can't get back to, to Midgard. Earth. I'm not a damn Viking. Okay. Earth. But all his forces are still there overrunning the Earth. So the Avengers still got to get the guys that are still here off there. Uh, and while they're doing that... Thor wakes up because Thor got fucked up in Jotunheim, but he's woke back up. He's still missing his arm because his arm got shattered. So he grabs the Destroyer's armor and, I mean, Destroyer's arm and replaces Destroyer's arm with his own. And he's like, no, I'm going to lead the war to get these fuckers off our planet. And that's how the book ends. Cool. Yeah. Is, is oh, Honestly, I'm liking the book, man. To be honest with you, <laughs> I know I've been talking shit about water reels, but it's actually like the more it's getting on, the more it's getting cool because they're throwing all this Norse shit in there. It's reminding me of that God of War PS4 game, like the last one came out. You know, with all the Norse shit, you can tell there's some okay. heavy influence on there. So. Yeah. And so and our uh, Malekith is controlling Venom like a dog. That shit never happens. 
Yeah, that's just some cover bullshit. But yeah, all the while I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a four out of five. Strong book, strong book. So. Cool, cool. All right, let's see. What do I got? Should I do Immortal Hulk number seventeen? Let's go for it. Oh yeah, so probably one of the best comics on the rack right now, in yep. my opinion. Getting them, getting awards left and right. People saying there's no good Marvel books, but yeah, 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 um, yeah. Al Ewing, you know, just knocking it out of the park. So last we've heard in last issue, uh, Bruce Banner and Doc Sampson they infiltrated Shadow Base because they they have. Um, they stole Rick Jones' corpse and are doing experimenting experiments on it. So they break into the base, but they were waiting for it for both of them, and they knock they knock um, Bruce Banner or the Hulk with ultraviolet light, which basically mimics sunlight, which makes him turn back into Bruce Banner. Bruce so in this version, yeah, the the Hulk only comes out at night, you know. So they turn him back into Bruce Banner and then shoot him. And they think, okay, we're going to kill him. But it turns out that Bruce Banner, his personality got taken over by none other than Joe Fixit. So oh, that's where okay. we are in this con- yeah, in this issue. Joe Fixit, his personality is uh, has taken over Banner's body. And it's just basically him and Bushwhacker kind of uh, getting into a fight. Um, yeah, Bushwhacker shot. Is Doc Sampson? He shot Doc Samson, but is he dead? I'm trying to fucking... What did he shoot him with? Because Doc Samson's supposed to be bulletproof, right? He shot him with whatever, you know, Bushwhacker's, you know, gun, his handguns or whatever. You know how he can morph his uh, body into guns and shit? Oh, yeah. So, um, either way, it's basically, uh, yeah, Bushwhacker versus Fix-It inside Bruce Banner's body. And you basically just see, you know, Mr. Fix-It kind of, you know... You know, thinking his way out of the you know, out of the situation, using his mentality because he's the he was the smartest Hulk, and um, basically hacks into the computer and gets himself ch- recharged with gamma radiation. Okay. And that's he hulks out and whips ass, and at the end and then takes off. And at the end of the book, they show yeah, well we still got. Re- you know, the people at Shadow Base, all the doctors, like, yeah, yeah, the Hulk escaped, but at least we still have uh, Rick Jones' corpse. And uh, the first phase of the experiment is done. And it shows the uh, last page, the, the abomination. They've caught, they used uh, him and Blonsky's DNA. To, is, is, he, is he blue? He is, like, grayish. He looks like a fish. Kind yeah, of, yeah. Because yeah, I'm thinking, is it, is it A-bomb? Because he used to be A-bomb. Um, it doesn't say anything, right? It doesn't, it, it, it just looks... Uh, He's inside of the, you know, the Petri dish thing that, you know, that, uh, okay. you know, in that water tank and shit. Okay. Because you know? Rick Jones did become like a blue abomination type yeah, thing. Yeah, A-bomb, yeah. Yeah. But so. they're mixing, they, they do mention they got Rick Jones's corpse, but they're mixing Blonsky's uh, DNA. Okay. So he probably will yeah. be the new. Gamma tissue. Yeah. yeah. Gamma tissue. Active, gamma tissue recovered from the corpse of Emil Blonsky. So mm-hmm. it's basically them two blending together. And, okay, so you probably and, will yeah. be the abomination, and they are going to fight, and, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, this is another five out of five. I, I've been just digging this book, you know. Okay. The cover's dope, too, this uh, uh, Alex Ross cover. He's been doing all the covers, but it shows them going through a, 
like the gamma hallway and it looks like the alien hallway like the hr giger alien it mm-hmm. looks like that kind of like design all the pipes and biomechanical you know designs on the hallway and shit so it's it's cool you know this horror horror-esque hulk book nice okay uh shoot what book i got next oh i guess we can do guardians yeah 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 okay we can do the guardians uh guardians of the galaxy number five down in case y'all yeah come <laughs> and cast we're stealing your shit we don't care uh so yeah basically how the book starts off is that well last issue uh quill was trying to protect gamora from getting shot by you know the dark guardians and he jumped in front of a bullet and he caught the bullet so everybody's thinking he's dead at the beginning of the book turns out he's wearing body armor it's apparently he's been stabbed and shot and you know so many times he's like maybe i should start wearing body armor so he wears that wakes up gamora's gone because they couldn't stop the dark guardians from taking her uh and we go to the ship and then we find out where they're taking it to they're taking it back to you know star fox's base and he's like, Uncle Star Fox, what are you doing? You know, that's what Gamora says to Star Fox. He was like, uh, you know, Thanos never really gave a shit about you, right? He's only using you. He made you for this one purpose. And he was like, oh, you just... And then Gamora says some fucked up shit to him, basically calling him Little Titan. And it's like the worst thing you could say to Star Fox. Like, he always hated being called Little Titan because it means he's in Thanos' shadow. He was like, you know, Gal- Gladiator, uh, kill it for me. You know, like, rip her head off. And he's like, gladly, with pleasure. Before he can do that, Hella comes out of nowhere and stabs uh gladiator right through the gut you know and watches him bleed out while he's on the ground you know purple blood too yeah purple blood all over the ground just and then (laughs) cosmic ghost rider you know comes out of nowhere gets ready to attack hella hella throws her hand up blows all the smoke at him turns to a skeleton and then she was like you're you're just another dead man and he was like yes my queen because he's dead she can control him yeah all that power in the body of a dead man yeah, because we thought that Cosmic Ghost Rider would be like the most powerful motherfucker on, in comics. And she just takes him out like nothing. Yeah. You know, I thought, okay, that's crazy. Okay. And then uh, she looks at Nebula and she was like, well, you got any problem? And Nebula like, I don't care. Just just kill Gamora. Just just kill her. I had no problem with you, Hilla. Like, Gamora? I didn't even know she was in the room. I don't even care about her. Like, she's a non-factor to me. Just walks right past Gamora like she's not even there. Gamora's kind of insulted, but like, whatever. And she's like, no. My be my quote because she's not even Thanos's real bloodline. Yeah, Thanos is always gonna come back as a Titan. And she looks at Star Fox. He was like, "Oh no!" She's like, "Oh yes." And then Star Fox realizes he starts mind starts getting taken over something like that, and he becomes Thanos. And then he turns my love, my queen, and then he kisses Hella. You know, because they've been planning this shit the whole time. You know. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm missing something. What else happened? Something else happened after that. Uh, well, they the. Like, doesn't the, the Guardians come and find, uh, basically, they find Gamora alive, and they're like, you know, of Thanos' body, they're like, oh, what the fuck happened? It's like, she basically tells them. Oh, uh, yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. And then Star Fox goes, I think, to the negative zone, finds his Thanos' body, because he's about to implant himself back into Thanos' body. Nowhere. They go to nowhere. Oh, they go to nowhere. They're right. That's the yeah. zone. Nowhere. I got him confused. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. that's what we're going to do. He's about to put himself back at Thanos' body, which is going to bring Thanos back. Mm-hmm. So, that didn't take long. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, a, a, a decapitated head is not enough to kill Thanos. So. Uh, overall, yeah, I'm going to give the fuck a 4.5 4. out of 5. It was just a strong book, entertaining. Donnie Case is always nice at the park with this. I'm loving this Guardians run right here. Uh, only knock I can give is just it's not, they don't give me too much story. I mean, I, I wish they would. The story will move a little bit more. They give me more story in it, you know. But the yeah. dialogue is still entertaining enough. It didn't feel like a drag, you know. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's, it's fun. I'm digging this book, too. Yeah. yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, the, the Hella basically taking out everybody. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, Hella's that strong. But you, you would think, yeah, she should be that strong. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was cool. Yeah. That was pretty dope. All right. Um, I guess I'll go with uh, another Star Wars Age of Rebellion one shot. This time we got Lando Calrissian. And this deal gets worse every time. Yeah, you know. <laughs> what have we here? <laughs> so basically this is, uh, you know, in the events before Empire. Um, Lando is, you know, the administrator of Bespin, Cloud City. And he's in debt. You know, he's having a hard time uh, running things. He's, you know, he owes all these debts. He can't, you know, he a he can't, you know, pay off all his uh, his services to run the city. Um, he's thinking about ditching ditching out and taking the payroll of all his workers and dipping out. You know, just you know, just to say fuck it. You know, him and Lobot. But then he gets offered a job by like this billionaire alien who runs this mining colony. He's like, hey, you know, uh, if you go, uh, I, my 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 nephew is like this degenerate gambler. Can you go rescue him? And if you do that, you can be, I'll give you your own mining colony and all your rich, all your worries, financial worries will, you know, basically disappear. So, you know, Lando says, sure. So he goes there and gets the job and gets, you know, does the job, gets his, gets his, <clears throat> gets his, uh, um, gets the nephew. But it turns out the workforce, um, the workforce that he had for the mining colony, were they a slave colony or something like that? So Lando's like, oh, fuck that shit. I, 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 ain't, I ain't down with this. So he kind of, so basically it just turns out, you know, Lando's got honor. That he's not just this, you know, swindler, this hustler, you know, that he does have a conscience. And we see that. And um, so, you know, after all that shit, he didn't sell out. You know, he could have taken the money and became rich, but he's like, nah, man. So this was okay. I give it, you know, not there's not a lot of action. It's just basically, you know, Lando kind of being witty, so to speak. I give it a 3.5 out of 5. You know, I mean, it's another one of these one-shots. I guess I'm getting a little tired of these one-shots <laughs> and stuff. You know, because, yeah, in the end, I mean, back, smart, you know, with the Boba Fett book, there's not, nothing really – you know, intriguing is happening. It's just a one, a one shot, you know, day in the life of what, of these characters and really nothing. There's no big revelation happening. So, so yeah, three out of five. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, I guess this one is going to be our book of the week. Eli, cause we both read this one and I'm actually shocked. You read this one. Yeah. I figured, fuck it. The, the cover looked cool. So I was like, yeah. So yeah, our book of the week, is uh, Superman number 11. Yeah. Which I didn't think that could. Obviously, I was going to review it. You knew that was going to happen because I want to keep up because I'm the only person that's still sticking with Bendis on this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, basically how the book starts off is that uh, General Zai is waking up from an ass beating that happened like several issues ago that I kind of forgot what happened was. And, uh, and the basic person that gave him that ass beating was Rogel Zar. Uh, Rogel Zar was whooping his ass basically until uh, Zai does he want something to eat. They tell them, do you want to know why I didn't kill you? The reason I didn't kill you, because we're both stuck in the Phantom Zone. And, and people are telling me around here that you've escaped the Phantom Zone a couple times. So I need you to tell me how to get out of here. And Zod is like, why the hell should I tell you anything? And then he turns around, he sees like his chief scientist, Zach, Jack Sewer, standing behind Rogozar. 
He's like, wait, are you teaming up with him? He's like, yeah. I mean, yeah, he killed Krypton, but he's not that bad of a guy once you get to know him. You know, <laughs> so that's kind of where they go from there. So cut to the present time. Uh, apparently what happened in the last issue is that Superman and Jonathan, Superboy, both basically teleport to where Jor-El is. And Jor-El is under an interstellar conflict right now. He got three different intergalactic races trying to kill him right now. You got the Thanagarians. You got the Coons. That's fucked up. I think about it. They don't spell it the way you think they spell it. Well, the way you say it. Yeah, the way I say it. <laughs> okay, and then the last one, I can't remember the... I can't, I'm not even going to pronounce them. I can't remember the name. But anyway, three people, are, three different races are trying to kill Jarrell right now. They don't explain why they're trying to kill him. So Superman basically uh, stops this interwar, interstellar conflict just because he's Superman. He just shows him to tell the Thanagarians, stop fighting. You're like, you know I'm Superman, right? I'm like, yeah, okay, stop fighting. You're like, okay, I'm done. The other guys, he threatened them. The other guys, he tell them, like, why don't you stop fighting? You know, he actually has a conversation with them. He's like, why are we fighting? That's your dad, though, right? Why don't you ask him why we're fighting? You know? And then he go he goes to Jorel, but he talks to Jorel in the super speak, you know, because they only got like a, a second before they start firing back on him. They basically have a conversation about what's going on, and Jorel's like, "Okay, why are you here?" And I'm surprised that uh, Roguzar and General Zod didn't come after you first instead of coming after me because they were trying to kill me. But the only reason they didn't kill me because these other guys were trying to kill me, so they took off. And it was like, well, anyway, we need to get out of here. Uh, and then as soon as they stopped doing the super speak. Rogozar comes Rogozar comes in. They're like, oh shit. So Superman attacks Rogozar because you know if he don't, Jonathan might attack him and he don't want his son attacking Rogozar. So he attacks Rogozar. Uh and then General Zod is standing behind Superboy. Superboy punched the shit out of uh General Zod, gets a good shot in on him. But of course it's General Zod. They ain't gonna do too much to him. So General Zod throws uh Jonathan against the ship. Uh I'm getting all my names mixed up. Jorel is trying to get his ships restarted, like crank the engine or something like that. He can get the fuck up out of there. Uh, but before General Zod can like punch the shit out of Superboy and just you know fucking kill him, somebody else gets teleported in there, and it's Supergirl and Crypto. So apparently, the entire House of L is about to wage war on three different races and Rogozar and General Zod. In the next issue, <laughs> to be continued. In the next issue, right? <laughs> so yeah, I'm. Pretty cool. I, I I like it. Like I said, it's a pretty cool issue. A lot of a lot of action that was going on there. Rogozar, a lot of, a lot of people kind of divide on him as a villain. He's pretty cool when he comes up because you know he's going to be a threat that Superman can't stop. So why not? Because he's beating Superman's ass every single time they fought. Yeah. You know? He looks like Pitt. Remember old Image comics? Oh Pitt. yeah, he does like this. that's not a good thing. I didn't like Pitt's design. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I mean, I was a little disappointed because I, I. I picked it up just for the cover. I'm like, damn, Rogozar just whipped the shit out of everybody on the cover. <laughs> I'm thinking that's what's gonna happen, and it turns out they don't really. But that's well, what's I, going on all these covers we do. They like Venom's not a dog. You know, they, they <laughs> sell you on one thing, and you read the book, and none of this shit happens. Yeah. But um, I gotta say, the art's awesome. Oh you yeah, that's that art? Ivan Ivan Rice guy. I mean, he. Yeah, he. He used to do he, the Aquaman books, like when he yeah. when he first started. So. Yeah, this is dope. I mean, yeah, I mean. I mean, I, I didn't know what was going on. I just, like I said, I just picked it up because of the cover, and I was like, you know, Leroy's going to read this, so I'm going to pick <laughs> it up and read it just to, you know. It, it's no, following yeah. the narrative of the last book, so yeah, it's. Yeah, so I mean, I kind of did. I read that first Superman book. I read the uh, Action Comics. I read the Action Comics book. Well, see, the thing is, the Action Comics have a completely different storyline going on in that one. Like, yeah, there's not even space in that one. Yeah, and I think I would read the first issue or two of the of the Superman run. And then fell off, and you've been just telling me about it. So yeah, 
<laughs> but yeah, Superman and X kind of like two different runs, supposed to be happening at the same time. They kind of refer to each other, but yeah, two different things going on. So Rogue Zara doesn't show up in the action comic books at all, like never. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I thought this was all right. You know, I, like I said, I thought I was a little misled, but um, I might regret the next issue now because you know that sounds like they're gonna all throw down the House of L United. So. Yeah, I mean, because it did look like General Zod. I don't know if General Zod was going to punch the shit out of Superboy. Oh, it looked like they were having a conversation. It was kind of hard to tell. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was the way they designed it. I don't know. But overall, I'm going to give the book a four out of five. Like I said, I'm still enjoying Bendis. And like the next book is the one where the, really all the shit goes down. You know, I did like yeah. Superman just showing up and just stopping a war. Just Superman, he's like, cease to be destroyed. You know, and they stop fighting. You know. Yeah. Even if he wasn't going to do anything, but he's Superman. So, yeah, that's that's what I give it. Uh, that's all I got. Unless you got something else. I'm good. That's all I got. Damn, that's it? Okay. I, we both we both read the same shit. So. We read the same shit, so they kind of like condensed everything, so made it easier. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah that being said, uh, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. We have a uh, sister podcast, Geek Sav. We have a uh, comic cast, which pretty probably going to review the same books we did. Want to interested in seeing what they say. Uh, we have Hoodoo TV. We have uh, Get Valiant. We have this Geeks and Comics. They record whenever they want to. I don't know when the next one is going to be. Uh, and yeah, that's all. Like I said, next week is episode 100, unless I completely got my number wrong. If it is, then it's not. But if it is, definitely listen in and we'll try to do something big or not. Yeah, have a party. Yeah. Yeah. Or Drunk Podcast. <laughs> I was going to do it this week, but I was like, eh. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. I don't want to do that because I want to say the wrong thing in other podcast uh, networks that we have on here. <laughs> you know what, Boogie? Animate Adams. <laughs> All right. Uh, that Wrestling's means... fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's real to me, damn it. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it with them. Uh, yeah, like I said, let's do it next week. We'll go from there. That being said, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And... A hundred and beyond. Don't worry. I won't hurt you. I only want you to have some fun.
night.